always depend on the kindness of strangers to comfort your spirit and shield you from dangers. Now here's a tip from Blanche you won't regret. A stranger's just a friend you haven't met. You haven't met. Regard. No, totally. If you match Mad Max Fury Road with the Saturday Night Fever album, they totally sync up. Hey guys, <laughs> welcome to the Take It to the Max Movie Podcast, episode 39. I am back Woo! from the land of chocolate. Uh, I think it's the land of chocolate. Did you bring I bring me some? Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I, I can expect it in the mail, like two to three days, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you're paying for the shipping. Of it's course. good to be back with you all again, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I had an awesome trip in Austria. It was awesome to meet my girlfriend for the first time. Uh, yeah, I, I talked about it a little bit on an update video that I put out a couple days ago mm-hmm. that you can go check out if you're really that interested in my life. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's all there is to it. I'm really glad to be back. Uh, Sam, how are you doing? I missed you. Uh, of course, she is my co-host, Sam. Uh, Hello. I, 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 I am doing so well. Um, the video that I posted on your channel after your fantastic recommendation to all of your superb subscribers uh, got a lot of views, a lot more than any of my other videos have gotten, so it's very exciting. And the feedback seemed to be generally pretty positive, so I'm I'm super motivated to continue making those sorts of uh, videos analysis videos yes and of course thank you so much i missed you as well uh i missed doing our podcast i was i was researching movies on sunday and i was like wait we're not doing it this week oh okay (laughs) (laughs) so she's been going through withdrawal but anyways (laughs) thanks thanks so much for doing that video for me sam it was really really good ladies and gentlemen if you have if you haven't seen sam's video it's on my channel it's about the babadook the movie the babadook one of my favorite movies not just horror movies but favorite mm-hmm. movies of the last five years she does a great analysis of it in, from a uh, perspective of mental illness uh it's one of my more recent videos i believe it's like three or four in my timeline just go check it out it's mm-hmm. worth your time but anyways i forgot my list of notes <clears throat> for all the stuff that we're going to be talking about hold well, on i'll bring up facebook yes yeah, the first one so is, amazing i can't yes. even oh it's <sighs> <laughs> I, I would I would likely agree with you if I actually had the time to see the goddamn thing, but I <gasps> You didn't see it? Oh no. no. Oh, no, so I'm it's sorry. just me? Okay. This is a Look, weird you well, you need to see it. <laughs> for sure. Yes, no, I, I promise I will see this uh, we're talking about Dunkirk in yeah. case you guys aren't <laughs> I don't know why we do this. We do this every time where we like talk in th- pronouns about the thing that we're gonna talk yes. about. But you know, it's it's our shtick. That's what we do. I, I, I'm I'm naturally mysterious. Ah, that's yes. That's my dating shtick. That's why I got my girlfriend interested in me. It's really easy, especially when you're doing it online. But anyways, mm-hmm. yeah, we're talking about Dunkirk. Had an awesome opening weekend this past weekend, making about $50 million. And that's sort of what you would expect from a Christopher Nolan movie, mm-hmm. who has yet to give us anything that's below average, in my opinion. I think he's batting a 1,000 at the moment. And it seems like he's sort of carried that trend up until now, and including the movie Dunkirk. Uh, if, uh, you know, Sam's recommendation is any suggest, like I'm assuming that you well, enjoyed the movie. Let me tell you, Max, it is another Chris Nolan. I personally really enjoyed Inception, and I know that's one of his most popular films. And I think this was so, I enjoyed this so much more than Inception. Wow. The story okay. is very, I mean, we all, if you know, if you paid attention in history class, uh, you kind of know what the story, it doesn't, 
it's like the ultimate sort of bottle episode of a story, if that makes sense. Uh, those people, that's a, that's a TV term. Basically, it takes place over the course of a week, max. Um, they do some very interesting things with the timeline. I don't want to go too, too much into it because it is very unique and, and it's very much reminiscent of what he did in Inception with layering stories on top of each other that mm. are happening at the same time, aren't happening at the same time, and he jumps through time a little bit, which a lot of people that I spoke to about this film got a bit confused about. But yeah. if you go into it sort of expecting that kind of thing, then you might catch on a bit quicker. And then, of course, you have an excuse to watch it again, which you really want to, and I definitely am going to. <laughs> so what you're saying is that there's subplots in this movie. There's Yeah, there's a couple. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few. Um, I mean, the acting is fantastic. The cinematography is gorgeous. There's... A couple of shots just off the top of my head that come to mind that are very, like, symbolic. There's one, which I don't think... I'm not spoiling anything. They're standing on the beach, and the camera pulls back to reveal two flag posts. But the flag posts are cut off, so you can't actually see the flags. And it just looks like a jail. And it's just such gorgeous mm. imagery that they're just trapped there waiting for potential rescue. And it's... The dialogue is very minimum. There's no... It's functional, not expositional they do everything that they can visually and then at the last possible option they do say a couple lines of dialogue and that just speaks to the acting they have some great names in this of course as we know yes um, fantastic Silly murphy tom hardy yeah. exactly yeah and then a couple of new people on the scene we have of course mr harry Sp styles who mm -hmm. Is does very well for his first acting role. I really enjoyed him. And, you know, we have legends like Kenneth Branagh and, of course, Tom Hardy, who, again, is acting into a mask, which he has seemed to perfect. <laughs> That's the corner market <laughs> on in Hollywood. And I don't want to go on too, too long, but I will say that if you are going to see this movie, and I really think you should, you definitely need to see it in... At the very least, IMAX, most of the film was shot in native IMAX 2D, which is very high quality. And then, of course, they're also showing it in 70 millimeter in select theaters. So I would recommend either seeing it in those two options. But if you really can't, just go see it in general. It's mm. quite the experience. And it's a very, my roommate described it as a very harrowing experience. And that's exactly what it is. You feel like you're in the war. There's no rah, rah you know patriotism it's just people trying to survive the best way they know how and it's so well done so well done. fantastic and so correct me if i'm wrong but based on what you're saying to me it's very consistent with all the other reviews that i've read regarding this movie it's mm -hmm. that it's very much just centered around the event and trying to depict it as realistically and harrowingly as you can and the only really main weakness that the film has is that the characters that are portrayed within it don't have much development but then again if they did it might sacrifice the other great elements of the movie well that is, is that, that is that's 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 very accurate uh there's okay. no backstory to these characters per se you kind of glean a little bit of their their stories through their speech the very few lines they have and then their actions and sort of their mannerisms but for the most part it just takes place in that moment you're you're there you feel like you're there with them there's no cutting away to see the politicians debating there's no they don't even really show the enemy in this we all know who the enemy is of course it's world war ii but it's it's just this faceless presence that's constantly 
feels like it's constantly approaching and then the soundtrack sounds like a clock and it just it just feels you you feel tense and they're not really doing mm-hmm. anything they're standing on a beach but just the soundtrack and the ambient and the the fact that they're every so often they look over their shoulders it just you just feel like somebody is going to jump out at you but it's just oh, it's so well done <laughs> it sounds like my experience every time i go to the beach <laughs> yeah, exactly. just being paranoid everybody's might looking have at some, me might have some fla- some some PS- ptsd flashbacks to the beach if you watch this one so go in forward <laughs> but yeah no it's it's fantastic honestly i think i was trying to think of the other films i've seen this so far this year and i think this is right up there with logan as far as my favorite movie of the summer i would probably go to say right now it's my favorite film of the summer so far wow okay well i'll definitely i promise i will check it out over the coming days i'm just currently at my job trying to figure out uh oh yes of course that's that's priority but this also just should definitely be seen at some point okay yeah i promise i will there's a i still had to see what i still had to see war for the planet of the apes Mm -hmm. uh i what was the movie yeah dunkirk Mm -hmm. and uh there was another one that i wanted to see the big sick i saw yes yeah kumail nanjiani's Uh, film it's yeah i I also haven't seen that one so i definitely really wanted to try and see that one supposed to it sounds like it's going to be like the next when harry met sally almost like that sort of level of rom-com uh, wow. Okay. Well, if it's that good, then it's going to become a timeless classic. But anyways, we'll <laughs> uh, yeah, now that we have that out of the way, let's talk about the big news that everybody's talking about Ooh. that happened this past weekend. So, so many things. Comic-Con. Uh, if you haven't heard of it, what the hell's the matter with you? What kind of <laughs> rock do you live under? Are you living in Equilet? Uh, to anybody outside of Canada, you probably don't know what that is. <laughs> Pick up a geography book. But anyways, Comic-Con, to those of you who don't know, is sort of like the nerd mecca. It's a, it's a place in San Diego, which according to uh, what's his name from Anchorman is like Spanish or something for whale's vagina. Uh, <laughs> right, right. But, I forgot about that. <laughs> right. It's a place that everybody congregates in in the middle of July at the San Diego Convention Center to celebrate creativeness creativeness mm-hmm. creativity i can't talk today i'm still jet lag for fuck's sake no Excuse my language uh <laughs> yeah but it's just it's a place where several uh different creators whether they are of comic books or of movies get together to celebrate the wonderfulness that is genre uh creativity uh filmmaking the mm-hmm. like and it's something that a lot of people within the industry sort of focus their attention on because every year there's a lot of great announcements that come out of this convention. And in particular, because it's called Comic-Con, we're going to be focusing on two panels that happened during the the course of the week that it was taking place. And of course, we are, of course, talking about the Warner Brothers presentation, which within that is the DC film presentation. Mm Mm-hmm. And also the Marvel presentation, of course, talking about Marvel Studios. Now, what I'm going to do first, I'm just going to go studio by studio. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sam, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to list several different things that came out of this presentation. And then we'll just talk about whatever pops out to us. Okay. So in respect to DC Films, an entire slate of films was announced. Uh, some of these films we already knew were coming out. Uh, some of them might be a bit surprising to a lot of us that they're actually still being made. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, apparently this isn't, this is in no particular order. Don't expect these films to be released in the order that I'm uh, saying them, mm-hmm. but we have nine. Aquaman, Shazam, Suicide Squad 2, ugh, The Batman, <laughs> Justice League Dark, 
Batgirl, Green Lantern Corps, Flash, and thankfully Wonder Woman too. Mm-hmm. Now, before we, like, I guess strong. we could, yeah, we gotta. I guess we could talk about Ready Player One if we want to. And there, there was some stuff regarding Blade Runner twenty forty nine, although not a whole lot of other stuff that uh, we didn't already know about. Yeah. But out of all these things, what do you believe is most important and should be talked about? Well, I think that the Justice League. They released a new trailer. It's about four minutes. My yes. biggest reaction to that was that I am now mildly concerned about that film solely oh. because, I mean, as we know, Zack Snyder had to give up directing the film because of a personal family tragedy, the passing of, I think, his daughter, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And so Joss Whedon, who is going to be directing the Batgirl film, has stepped up to finish the film and... They have two very different styles. Joss Whedon tends to be more lighthearted, kind of. I mean, there's a reason that he directed The Avengers and the way it looks that way. And this film, at least in the trailer, I got the impression that it was kind of being pulled in both directions as far as stylistically. Mm. And I know that I have every faith in Joss Whedon. He's yet to disappoint me. So I'm sure that the film itself will be great. But I am concerned primarily for that reason. And also, I wasn't too impressed with The Flash, which I know you've expressed concerns about, I think, before in the show. And that gets me concerned because, as we know, Flash has a film coming up now called Flashpoint. And will he be able to carry that on his own? I'm not too sure. Of course, this is based solely on a trailer. I'm going to wait until the actual film to really get concerned. But that was my mm-hmm. initial reaction upon seeing the trailer. Yeah, I am I will still say for the movie itself, I am very much concerned. Because mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the majority of the people that have watched Zack, Zack Snyder's DC films, they have not been very impressed with them. Yeah. Although I personally, you know, I love The Watchmen. Man of Steel is probably one of my top 10 favorite comic book movies of all time, but I understand I'm somewhat in the minority. And especially like what you just said with sort of the troubles going on behind the scenes regarding uh, production. Mm -hmm. I'm sort of not as worried as you are because from what I understand, principal photography was completed while Zack Snyder was there and Joss Whedon is just sort of coming in to do a few reshoots, uh, which is sort of standard. But nonetheless, it's still worrying. But if we're just going to be talking about the trailer itself Mm -hmm. and what it showed me, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I I don't share your concerns about The Flash. No. I thought that aside from Aquaman, he stole the show (laughs) in this trailer. I loved everything that he was saying. He's like, I I am not ready to fight. I I just, you know, I run fast and I push people and then I run away. I love that line. That is a pretty good line. That's that's another thing, though. I mean, are they doing another Guardians of the Galaxy where they show us all the the jokes and then when we get to the movie, all the best stuff is in the trailer kind of thing? With Guardians of the Galaxy, no. I, I thought that it, they they had a lot of good jokes in the trailers, but I still felt both of those movies were highly entertaining. Mm, okay. All yeah. Right. Okay. But uh, no, I well, you might be right. Uh, the DC films still, despite the fact that Wonder Woman was great, mm-hmm. uh, I, they still haven't had the best track record with the people that have gone to go see it. Right. But yeah, I, I, I loved... The way that they were setting up this film, it, it seems a little bit more dense. It seems like it has more of a purpose than that uh, trailer that we saw last year uh, at Comic-Con. I love I, – I, I'm so excited to see what Jason Momoa does with Aquaman. I believe he's going to completely tear the place up. My, my favorite thing to come out of all of Comic-Con was in this trailer when he's riding the Parademon down into that building and mm-hmm. then he just surfs on him. 
I just I lost my shit watching the trailer the first time. And I just I just had to replay that like ten different times. I just loved it. Um, yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty great. He reminds me a lot of Thor in the first two movies, where he's just sort of mm-hmm. like run and gun. I'm gonna punch first, ask questions later, kind of thing, which is a almost almost like he's a fish out of water. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I'm so proud of you. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I'm sorry. Did my, anything I'm just Did anything else jump out at you besides the? Um, um, yeah, I will say definitely the, the fact that they're still going forward with the Flash. I think that's just adorable. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel think, like that might not. Uh, it's sort of know. encouraging because... Have they started shooting that yet? I don't know if they have. No, no, definitely. I, that movie is so messed up. I, 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 I have no idea why it's still going forward. It's about as unbelievable as the fact that they're doing a Doctor Doom movie, which we're not talking about today. Thank you very much. (laughs) But yeah, just uh, I think it's a good sign that they're going with the Flashpoint storyline. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it has to do with the fact that if Flash runs really fast, it can go into alternate timelines. Mm -hmm. And how maybe that film can be a conduit to sort of bring the DC Cinematic Universe in a new direction where they can sort of reset all the bad stuff that had happened before yeah. and create a more positive vision for the future. So, and plus, I, you know, even though there is a lot of drama behind the scenes, uh, I still think that Ezra Miller is going to kick ass as Barry Allen. I hope he does. Uh, He's a good actor. He's a really good actor. I'm I love that guy ever since, you know, he was in uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower and we need to talk about Kevin. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I remember on one of our uh, old shows, we, me and Matt were arguing about whether or not Ezra Miller would be a great Flash and he thought he'd be terrible. Mm-hmm. I always said he would be great. Um, we'll see. Soon you know, enough. One of you will be yeah. right. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm glad they're going with Shazam instead of doing Black Adam as a solo film, which mm-hmm. I originally thought they were doing. Suicide Squad 2, not very helpful about that when i was reading about uh, that one i read that i mean suicide squad 2 you know i'm unf- it's unfortunate that they think they can do a second one but there was also talks in the article i read about a harley quinn versus joker spinoff oh yeah gotham city sirens it's interesting that they didn't mention that well no it's, i think i think the harley versus joker is separate from sirens i don't th- like i think it's another spinoff sirens harley is one. Versus Joker? Yeah. How did I not? How did I miss that? I just happened to skim it in an article, and it sounded interesting, so I thought I'd bring it up. But um, I didn't look too too deeply into it, except for that it's it's a it's something that is being discussed as a huh. potential for uh, at least their solo film with something that was the title that they were working with at the time. But we'll see. That's kind of, that's kind of weird. That's like doing a movie about Lex Luthor. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it's it's like doing. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like doing one about the Joker, ha ha ha. But I was I was thinking Heath Ledger's Joker. <laughs> I was like, that's a completely different animal than than yeah. uh, the one we have now in Suicide Squad. Yeah, I mean, the and, other, uh, yep. Yeah, I was well. I was just gonna say one more thing uh, before uh, you know you say your thing and we move on. Uh, in respect to just these rumors that have been going around about Batman and uh, Ben Affleck no longer playing the character, mm. I, I really appreciated the fact that Ben Affleck decided to address those rumors off the bat. Yeah, T- damn it, I just, off the bat. Brilliant! <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's, uh, it's infectious now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> One I need to be time. put in quarantine. Uh, but yeah, I'm really glad that he addressed those rumors off the bat and he just demonstrated his enthusiasm for playing Batman. You could say it's political or not. Nonetheless, he did say the right thing. And mm-hmm. even if he does bow out as Batman, I think he's going to be able to do it gracefully. And if it does happen, it'll be in, you know, resetting the timeline in a movie like Flashpoint. But at the moment, he's going to stay 
Uh, at least that's the impression that I got, and I'm really glad because Ben Affleck kicks ass right. as Bruce Wayne. Now, what were you going to say? I was just going to say uh, it's no surprise that Wonder Woman was featured so heavily in the Justice League trailer as she is currently yeah. their number one property. And then, of course, they talked about Wonder Woman 2. Uh, she was confirmed Diana is going to fight the Soviet Union in the 80s, so that'll be exciting. I'm, ex- I'm pretty looking forward to that. And I know that the script is currently in development with the DC president and Patty Jenkins are working together on that so i don't know if patty jenkins contract has been officially announced for wonder woman 2 no but i feel like (laughs) yeah i think she's going to play the long game and she's going to wait until they give her 60 million dollars from doing the sequel i mean she definitely seems to be involved in at least some capacity so that's that's a good thing to come out of this yeah absolutely i I, i'm glad that they're making good decisions for Mm -hmm. once i i'm just a little bit disappointed that you know they said it in the cold war era when they they had such a great marketing uh great marketing potential in setting the movie in world war ii where they could just you know it'd be like wonder woman 2 and the initials are ww2 oh my gosh you're right (laughs) ah snap that would have been so good ah Darn, oh, well. that would have been so great. Oh, also, I will quickly mention on that uh, Wonder Woman 2, apparently um, Chris Pine is in talks to be optioned for the sequel, so I'm not sure in what capacity he'll play. As far as we know, his character yeah, I, may not. I read about that. Yeah. That, like, why? <laughs> I can only imagine like a den? flashback or something yeah. that they had to record separately. I can't imagine him actually having a significant role. Just, I mean, <laughs> even logically, that doesn't work. <laughs> Maybe Wonder Woman meets with the god of the underworld, Hades, and he brings him back from the dead. Maybe. Maybe just tr- this just, just turns into Hercules, and she is Hercules, and that would be great. Yes. I'd be, I'd be please, please get James Woods to play Hades. <laughs> please, please. Let's get ready to rumble! Anyways, moving on to uh, the Marvel Comic-Con presentation. Yes. A lot of, you know, in terms of density, you'd sort of expect Marvel to come out with a lot more stuff than DC at this point, and, and that, that's fair, and they did. Mm-hmm. Let's see, what did they have? We obviously have to talk about the Thor Ragnarok trailer, mm-hmm. which of the two major trailers i believe i prefer but that's just because obviously i'm a huge thor fan we got a lot of information on captain marvel which i'm really surprised because that movie is a long ways away but apparently it's going to be set in the 1990s Mm -hmm. nick fury is going to be in it with both of his eyes their first period film they haven't um i think feige's been on record before as saying that they didn't want to do time jumps in their timeline but since it is so far in the future, that's sort of the new revival of the movie. So I guess the rule. What about Captain America 1? I know, right? That's I read that in an article. I was like, that's immediately what I thought of. I was like, that doesn't make sense. But okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what they're, they're trying to say. And, but anyways, that was it's, it's definitely one of the fewest that they've done like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also apparently the the villain in the movie is going to be the Skrulls, which is you know something that huge Marvel fans have been wanting to see ever since the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some footage from Black Panther that the cast and, was like losing their shit over. Yeah, I know <laughs> that's what I read. You know, people were in tears. Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp footage was screened, mm-hmm. and dude michelle pfeiffer is playing janet van dyne are you kidding me are you kidding me this movie is instantly at least a six out of ten in my book i love michelle pfeiffer she's you know ever since catwoman Mm. she's going to be an awesome janet van dyne Mm -hmm. and also of course we have to talk about the infinity war trailer so of course 
all this stuff obviously stands out, but if you're just to sort of elevate one above the other, Sam, what pops off to you? Probably the Thor Ragnarok trailer. Mm. Every time I see something new for this film, I get more and more excited, which makes me so happy because I've been, as everyone knows, if they listen to the podcast, a little bit disappointed with the previous two films that we've gotten for this trilogy now. I'm very excited. I really like the new sort of, they don't take themselves too seriously anymore, it seems. Obviously, something has changed creatively. And then, of course, they have him in a completely different environment where he's no longer kind of a fish out of water situation. He's in his own area, his own space section that he's a little bit more comfortable in. And then he's, of course, uh, Loki's back, which is always very exciting. But uh, I learned, my roommate told me that Loki actually being there makes sense mythologically for the actual Ragnarok story. So it's kind of cool to see him back as a fan favorite, but then also to have a real purpose in the film and not just thrown in there for us us fangirls who can't can't wait to see his long, dark locks. Yeah, I know, right? But anyways, (laughs) uh, in in respect to that also, it really seems like they're not entirely relying on the character of Loki Mm -hmm. and just the charisma and the entertainment that Tom Hiddleston naturally brings to the role. It really seems like they're embracing the character of Thor and putting him in an element that can really make him shine and stand out from all the other Marvel characters as something positive because... I, I know, like, I, I'm in the minority. I actually think the first Thor film is one of the greatest comic book movies ever made. But I uh, I understand that what they probably had to do was sort of take it in a completely new direction, which I believe that they're doing right now, and I believe that they're doing it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, what else? There's so many things in this trailer that I want to talk about, but we're just not going to have enough time. I'll just say this. I've watched this trailer about ten times, and mm-hmm. there's some scenes, just two-second parts in this movie in this in this trailer where every time i watch it i'm just my jaw drops just because i can't believe the beauty of what i'm looking at in particular scenes like at the very end where hulk is jumping at that big fiery face i'm just like dude that's gonna look fucking rad in imax uh what else there's that one scene where it almost seems like what's her name valkyrie Mm -hmm. is on a horse leading a whole bunch of other warriors trying to attack (laughs) hella that looks so Dope, man. Mm-hmm. And oh, Tessa Tom- Thompson just, oh, just, oh my God, she's <laughs> so beautiful. Uh, and, and I have no doubt that she's going to totally wipe the floor with uh, Natalie Portman's Jane Foster. She's, oh, yeah, gonna kick ass. And yeah, just we finally get to hear Hulk speak. Yeah, we actually get to yeah. see Bruce Banner come through a little bit as the Hulk instead of just a raging fire <laughs> unlike thor's <laughs> smoldering fire <laughs> yes yeah. oh that was good uh yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound right that i beat you yeah i know it doesn't <laughs> um, yeah oh god i can't i can't wait for this movie ever since mm-hmm. i saw the first trailer i didn't think it'd be possible to top that first trailer because the you know just led zeppelin all the colors all the action yeah it, and you got Taika Waititi, who did a Monster Calls, directing this movie. Mm-hmm. It, I, I didn't think my excitement could be topped, but now it is. This is my most anticipated movie for the rest of the year, except, of course, for Star Wars. Yes. I can't wait until it comes out in November. Of course. Okay. So, uh, what else? Yeah, I already, I already expressed my enthusiasm for Michelle Pfeiffer. I, I suppose, naturally, we could just talk about the Infinity War trailer. Mm-hmm. Now, d- did you happen to... Uh, watch any of the bootlegs that have been appearing online? I did, yeah. It took a little bit of digging, and mm. I would have liked to have watched an official version. I want to put that on record, but since there isn't one yet, uh, I watched the bootleg version. <laughs> 
Yeah, I know how some of you are about watching these trailers uh, that are bootlegged and not wanting to, you know, experience them until the studio puts them out. So if you don't want to hear any of this, just skip forward two minutes in the podcast. But yeah, so some of the stuff that we saw uh, in this bootleg, it was sort of hard to uh, yeah, hear diff- some of it at times. Yeah, and sort of tell which character. Like when Thor first appeared, I didn't know it was Thor because it was so pixelated. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but just I I it's natural to be excited. I mean, being able to see a character like Rocket Raccoon react to Thor and it's like, hey, get him off my windshield. You know, yeah. it's it's just it's a great moment and it brings you back to that initial magic that we all experienced when we first watched the original Avengers, mm-hmm. right? When they all assembled for the first time. Uh you, you know, you get to see Spider Man with the spider sense and in the iron spider suit, which I never thought they would actually do. Yeah. Um what else? Oh, oh, the killer shot, of course, is when Thanos is using the Infinity Gauntlet to pull meteorites down to attack the Avengers. Yes. (laughs) It looks so. Josh Brolin really comes into that character. I really enjoyed his voice. And I can only assume actions, mocap. I'm not sure quite how they did that, but his voice is just so perfect for that character. He just is that. He just is Thanos. He just sounds terrifying and so powerful. Yeah, it's going to be hard to separate him uh, from when he plays Cable in Deadpool 2. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that'll be Um, difficult. What else? Uh, Yeah, you get to... And you literally see everybody. Yeah, you said Black Panther. I think Winter Soldier was in there. Captain America was shown. Doctor Strange. Oh, did you see... I didn't see Doctor Strange, but yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, he was in there. Yeah. Uh, Um, You got to see Black Widow with the blonde hair. Yeah. Uh, which is throwing me off. Um, what else? Yeah, well, you really yeah, see I, a lot more of Spider-Man, uh, Iron Man than I think of most of them. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, you see the Guardians of the Galaxy crew when Rocket tries to get Thor off. But my theory is... What? When Rocket get, tries to get Thor off of the windshield. I just didn't finish Oh, okay. Sentence. You just said Rocket tries to get Thor <laughs> off. <laughs> you Everyone <laughs> knew where that sentence was going. <laughs> Not that way. That never, the, the PG way. Um, <laughs> there, there's something there's like a fanfic on tumblr <laughs> already of that. just, just popped into existence because i i spoke the words or didn't hey if it, if it gets more attention to our podcast <laughs> i mean well i i guess i don't really want tumblr at well anyways moving on <laughs> but yeah no I, th- I think there was there was definitely quite a few shots of spider-man and of course every time you showed up the audience cheered which mm. is very exciting and Infinity War is, remind me, I know we spoke about this two weeks ago, but is it the last film in this first arc of Marvel films or is it second last? Uh, no, okay. So after Infinity War, we get, uh, what is it? We get Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm. We get Captain Marvel. And then we get Avengers 4. And then it's Spider-Man Homecoming 2. Oh, okay, okay. All right, because I was yeah. going to suggest that perhaps since Spider-Man like looked like he was in danger at one point in this trailer, I thought maybe Iron Man was going to sort of sacrifice himself for him. But if they're doing another Avengers movie, they may not do that quite yet to get rid of that no. character yet. That seems too early. Okay, I, I couldn't remember that timeline because um, I know Spider-Man's supposed to take you know, sort of the next phase over and then propel it forward with Homecoming 2. So I, I knew he was, he was safe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. For- Forever until the end of time, mm-hmm. right, Sony? Anyways, yeah, there wasn't that. I mean, it was cool stuff to see, even though it was in like what 144p or less. Yeah, it uh, was trying to watch this great stuff. quality. 
Yeah. But yeah, we're, we're, I'm sure we'll see it in a couple months. Um, in a couple months, when and we'll get a proper uh, view of what everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, I think the last uh, thing I would like to mention, which is just it's jumping back a little bit, and it's not Marvel, yep. but I just thought of this. Um, at the end of the Justice League trailer, Alfred talks to somebody off screen. Do you think that Superman. is Superman, or do you, people are theorizing that it could be Green Lantern? No, 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 it's Superman because you could see you could see Superman's red shoulder. At the very bottom of the screen, if you're looking closely. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I just wanted your yeah. opinion on that because I know it's people are. Yeah, of course, every, as soon as you see it, you're like, "Oh, it's Superman." Obviously, he's not dead. But um, people were also considering that maybe they saw a glint of green or something in Alfred's glasses that it could be Green Lantern. No, it's just, just my, <laughs> it's Nightwing. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought that I had that thought. I was like, maybe it's like a Robin. I don't know. Like maybe it's. As someone who formerly was or currently is Robin, like as it could be. Yeah, fucking the, the Justice League are in trouble, and Dick Grayson is going to come and save the day. Yeah, I'd be right. Down. I just want to see like a proper Robin in a Batman movie. I just it's, hey, I'm missing it. I I'd be all for that too. I'm all for Nightwing showing up at some point in this universe. I'm just saying to save fucking yeah. Wonder Woman and Aquaman Maybe from not the quite his forte. <laughs> from I mean, the terror of the parademons. Holy danger, Batman. Yeah. I, mean, I brought my shark repellent. Is this gonna do anything? Aquaman dies because he's part shark and it's just a horrible, horrible ending of the film. We should write a fan version of this movie. <laughs> Robin shows up and fucks everything up. <laughs> well, I can tell you right now for if Robin does come in and tear shit up with this shark repellent, that's that's the end of DC for sure. <laughs> that's that's but, they're, oh, they're letting the fans know that they give up officially. <laughs> We've gone yeah, back we give up. to Adam West level Batman. We're done. <laughs> we couldn't. We do don't better. understand how you don't see Suicide Squad as one of the greatest films of the 21st century. Yeah. So we just give up. <laughs> we uh, didn't even really I, like I, Wonder Woman. I don't know what you guys saw. In it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. In, in respect to Black Panther, a lot of the stuff that I've been hearing about that is that mm-hmm. the tone that is sort of being given off is very akin to that of like a James Bond movie, particularly mm-hmm. Casino Royale. And it's not just because the scene takes place inside of a casino. Yeah. But if you just remember <laughs> the, the scenes from that movie being very expertly crafted in terms of the dialogue and the cinematography and just trying to build up tension in a natural way. It really mm-hmm. seemed like uh, Ryan Coogler is going to be uh, bringing that type of ethic. And I shouldn't expect any less. You know, uh, Fruitvale Station was great. Creed was incredible. One of the greatest films that came out in 2015, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have no doubt in my mind that Black Panther is going to be something truly unique. I think it'll be it'll be one of the darker Marvel Cinematic Universe films, which is an interesting direction. That's for really them. racist. So. I wasn't, no, I wasn't. As soon as I said it. As soon as I said it. That's not what I meant. I, sound, I come off so horribly in this episode. <laughs> Believe it, that I is a totally, Freudian slip. Thank you very much. <laughs> but they all look oh, like a bunch of this. pussies. All right, I'm out. That's done. <laughs> Right. God damn it. Uh, okay. But it does <sighs> it does seem like one of the more like serious sort of like, like you say, James Bond sort of films, which I think will work for that story and that character really well. Whereas opposed to Thor yeah. that where they tried to kind of do that, but he's more of like a fun loving go with the flow kind of character. And it seemed a little bit against his his personality to have that try and be very serious. 
Yeah, and let's not forget the cast. Obviously, we get Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. Lupita Nyong'o, Forrest Whitaker, Angela Bassett, uh, and of course the immortal. Uh, or- uh, what's his? I, Andy I Circus. call him a mortal. And thank you very much. No Andy Serkis playing Claw. Uh, it's, and Martin Freeman and makes an appearance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, in a role that, man, Martin Freeman, God bless him. I wish he could have taken on something a little bit more yeah, important. I, it must have conflicted with The Hobbit or something when they did the first. Was it he in The Avengers or something? He's way back, that character. He, no, no, no. He first showed up in Civil War. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh. Oh no, I'm thinking of uh, Agent Coulson. Sorry, I was yeah. thinking of Agent Coulson with the the playing cards and stuff in Captain America. Just like Robin's gonna save the day in Justice League, Agent Coulson's <laughs> gonna come back from the dead and start wrecking shit. Yeah, he's gonna bring in Shield, and they're gonna revive the show, and it'll be great. It'll be so and the good. humans is is gonna be something that everybody loves in a, a totally separate universe from our own. <laughs> Uh, All right, we're the anyways. idea machine. You guys have to go out, write it, and create it, and we'll just stamp our names on it, and it'll be uh, take it to the maximum podcast approved. <laughs> yes, and, and we and we work for very cheap. Yes. You know, just just send us money. You know, preferably twenty grand about uh, twenty grand a day. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so, yeah. I, I, <laughs> we'll also I work think for that's... food and drink. I'm, I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> oh, she, you will. I, yeah. I, I, you have standards I, I, now I, that you have a job. I, I, I have I have dignity. So. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, so I, I think that's about it. Unless yeah, there's no, something else you want to bring right, up. Yeah. All right, all right. Go well, see that, Dunkirk, boy. I will go see Dunkirk in the next couple of days. I promise. I will have a day off in the next forty eight hours. Ladies and gentlemen, it was good to be back doing this again and pointing out, you know, Sam's inherent racism. If you want, <laughs> if you liked any of the s- topics that we talked about today, make sure to leave your comments in the comment section below. If you agree or disagree with any of our points, if you like this particular episode, obviously hit that like button, subscribe. You know the drill. Sam, oh, thank you so drill. much. Sorry, that's a Mega Mind <laughs> reference. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I, I never saw Megan Mind. Really uh, interestingly <laughs> enough, I'd, and I haven't seen Despicable Me. My girlfriend was giving me shit the about that. The first one? I never seen any of the Despicable I Me. I mean, films. the first ones. If you're gonna watch one, watch the first one. The rest are like it's whatever. You don't have to watch them. Okay. It's not Steve Carell's magnum opus. Let's say that. <laughs> Yeah, that that would be Evan Almighty. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> before we c- finish off the show, Sam, do you just want to tell people where they can find you online? For sure. You can find me on the YouTubes, just Sam Antics. And if you like to follow me in person, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Sammy, S-A-M-I-E-I-M. And the both of us, we often share, although I know the episode from two weeks ago is not on there, but these ones going forward will be because Max is back and he can send them to me. All of our episodes are on SoundCloud and iTunes. For those of you that like to listen to us on the go, that is Take It to the Max Movie Podcast. Just Google it or I guess iTunes it or SoundCloud it in those various browsers and you will find us. We will pop up. Our Simpsons can will be there to greet you warmly into your lives. That makes sense. (laughs) Very warmly. (laughs) Yes. So warmly with blankets and fire and destruction. What? And oil. <laughs> Anyways, you can just find me on all the various forms of social media, just at Max Darrett. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode, ladies and gentlemen. And we will do it again next week. Have a lovely, lovely day. Adios. <laughs>